Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my incredible queens, and welcome to another episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. Thank you for joining me once again from wherever in the world it is that you are listening from. I love seeing my stats of where um, people are from, and obviously, like a lot of people from Australia, that's where the majority of people are from, but I actually have a little following over in America and Canada, so if you are listening from there, hello and welcome. Uh, here in Australia and I don't know about everyone even my fellow Australian listeners wherever you may be from we're in South Australia it is middle of winter and it is cold baby so I just have to share something before we get into everything today so we just launched the self-love club and we had our very first live virtual workshop um, the other day and it was incredible So if you haven't tuned in before, if you don't know what the self-love club is, or maybe you have heard of me talk about the self-love club, but you're not too sure about what it is, what it is, is an online community. So, and it is an online community of like-minded women who are going on a journey together um, to discover falling in love with themselves, to discover self-love. Because I have this vision in my head. I just, I have to ask myself the question is, what would this world be like if women were taught to love themselves instead of hate themselves you know I I remember growing up and just always being taught that I was never enough whether it was by media or society or whatever it was and I just sort of was taught to loathe everything about myself and I just imagine what this world would be like if us as women were just taught to love ourselves and it's not too late to love ourselves either or to learn to love ourselves and that's what's really great about the self-love club is that we're going on this journey together because just think about the choices the opportunities the adventures and everything that you would take or go on because you came from a place of confidence love and self-belief oh it would be absolutely incredible to see women doing that and that is what the self-love club is about we are an online group uh, community that like-minded women can be a part of but then we also offer practical once a month live coaching calls uh, which is so exciting and we ran our first live coaching workshop the other day and oh just I was blown away by how amazing it was I just I'd still on a high from it and It's been great because ever since in the community, obviously, you know, launching something, you are starting from scratch, but these women have really taken it upon themselves just to be really involved and share their takeaways, share the little challenges that we set, Um, you know, photos, the whole lot. It has been, oh, it's been amazing. And just to see these women really feel good about themselves and, and just, you know, do these these activities to to learn to love themselves to get to share that journey together because it's something that we're all on has just oh my god I can't even describe how amazing it is so if you would like to be a part of the self-love club and you're not already then it's easy to join up it's free as I said it's completely free this is my way of sort of giving back and and teaching other people how to love themselves like I learned how to love myself and 
you know, you just sign up, you just go to the kissmycrownacademy.com and just look for the self-love club tab and you just pop in your name and your email address. Simple as that. And then we'll email you with the details that you need. So the link to the Facebook community group and as well as the link to the Zoom call that takes place. The next one is on the 3rd of July. So if you would like to join us, please come along because the more, the merrier. And just being surrounded by other like-minded women is something pretty fucking incredible, if I do say so myself. Um, so, you know, what else has been going on? I have just come off of a week of annual leave. It's actually been 10 days in a row off. And the significance of this is that, for me, this is the first time I've taken annual leave in five years. I am not kidding you, five years. And it just was a time, and I was meant to take annual leave a little while ago, but I got the old spicy cough when I was meant to go on annual leave, so I missed out. Um, Obviously still had a week at home, but it's not quite the same being isolated, not being able to leave the house, as opposed to doing things that you want to do in your annual leave. And let me tell you, did I fill that annual leave up with so much good stuff from day spa visits which was incredible, let me tell you, um, to my hairstylist, my salon visit. Uh, what else did I do? And I headed away for my mum's birthday and we went and stayed at the Mayfair Hotel in Adelaide and went and saw Frozen the musical and out for dinner and just all this sort of good stuff. And it also started with a great date night, seeing Top Gun and just oh, all sorts. It was just amazing and of course I got plenty of time to work on my business but you know mainly the focus was just relaxing and the greatest thing for me that I loved the most was turning off my alarm for a whole week and so for a whole week I just got to wake up naturally when I wanted to and it was just phenomenal it was just absolutely amazing So today, what are we talking about? Well, we are still in our manifesting 101, but I've got good news for you. You guys all got through the the B phase, the B phase. Remember we said it was B, do have? You are well and truly through the B phase. And today we're getting into the do phase. This is a real action phase um, when it comes to manifesting. So You know, let me, I guess, start off by saying that, um, you know, manifesting is so much more than just going, oh, this is what I want. (laughs) Now I'm just going to sit back and the universe is going to give it to me. Um, You know, I think that's what some people would like you to believe, but that's not the case uh, because, you know, like any, you know, when you come to setting a goal, you've got to set the goal. But then you've got to have a bit of a game plan about how you're going to go after that goal and how you're going to achieve that goal. And manifesting is no different. All right. So as I've said it before, it's not this, um, you know, little magical cure for anything. It's really just a formula for for achieving what it is that you want. Like, and, um, you know, and a success, you know, successful formula at that, though, don't don't get me wrong, but it requires it requires work. Um, so this this sort of phase here, the do phase, this is really, this is the, this is when you're getting the nitty gritty, and this is when you're getting in there, you're doing the actual work and getting the actual action done to make the manifestation happen. All right. 
so the first step that I would be doing in my do phase is I would be looking at you know so when I make decisions I would want to be touching base or channeling in with my higher self on the regular so it may not be every day but it might be you know just just connecting with myself at least once a week and so with my higher self as well and I do that through meditation personally but I also can do it through journaling and stuff like that as well but one way that you can also connect with yourself is when it comes to making any decisions from you know from when you've decided what it is that you want to manifest is you know when we spoke in the the b phase and about the embodiment phase of you know embodying that higher self that future version of you well now you need to make decisions as that future self or that highest version of you and so one thing that i personally do is i check in with myself and it's called the you know what would tash do you remember remember i said the other week you could even name this this version of yourself if you wanted to you know like mine's cash money monday you know so i could check in with myself and i just when it comes to making decisions i just sort of sometimes slow down a little bit and go what is it that cash money monday would do what decisions would she make what decisions would my higher self make would my higher self spend money on that would my higher self invest money here would my higher self be doing this on a day-to-day basis or you know what what is it you know that I would be my future self would be doing and that's definitely one way how you can channel your inner self because what you're doing is now you're you've got the mindset and this is about practicing that mindset of your future self because you remember when I used the analogy of the millionaire with the be do have phase and how we think it's back to front how we have a million dollars we do millionaire things and then we become a millionaire but in reality it's actually the other way we, we need to be the millionaire first now we need to do the actions of the millionaire that's where we're at right so you need to do the actions that your future self would do so for example say you have a body goal um you know you want to get to a certain sort of level of fitness or peak performance well you need to embody that version of you first you know you need to get into that mindset and you need to be really you know obviously clear about what it is that you want but you need to get into that mindset of you are this person this is who you are now and then you need to do those things so what does that peak performance you look like what does she do on a day-to-day basis? You know, this is what we talked about in that embodiment phase. So you should really have a really good grasp of what this is. And now you need to stay, start taking those action steps to be doing that stuff, right? So, you know, a great way to do this is, you know, is aligning your day-to-day with the day-to-day that you actually envision having right so and when we talked about that sort of embodiment phase and you know so you sort of looked at that future version of you and you sort of analyzed her and you you sort of nitpick and you know tear down like what her sort of day-to-day is okay well what is it that you can implement now to be a part of your day-to-day and it's a great example because I'm actually doing this at the moment myself because I am going through, I, 
you know, part of my time off, I decided that I wanted to reevaluate my goals and, you know, because I, because I felt out of alignment with goals. And when we're talking about things like alignment is that sometimes things feel right and things don't feel right, or they don't feel like they're right anymore. And that's how I was feeling. And I felt that maybe my goals needed to be a little bit more specific to what I wanted. And also, you know, when I looked at my life over as a whole, I felt that there were some parts that were really being neglected so that I would neglect my health in order to, you know, work on my business or do this other stuff. But when I think about my higher self, so when I've gone through the embodiment phase and, and like I said, I journaled this in the last phase. So of what my higher self would look like, what she would do, how she would act, who she would hang out with, what her routine would be like, what sort of food will she eat, where does she go, what does she do, you know, all those bits, you know, I become a stalker of my higher self, even though she's not here yet, (laughs) Um, she's on her way. Um, So when I've done that, you know, I really realized that my higher self, you know, she has a really gorgeous morning routine Um, and you know, and that sort of includes, you know, waking up a little bit more on the slower side. It includes meditation. It includes sort of some mindset work and it includes sort of stretching in the morning. So for me, that's that sort of peak, you know, um, routine is what I'm trying to say of my higher self. And then as well, when I was doing the higher self work as well, is that, you know, like what she eats is a lot more nutritious than what I'm currently eating now and that she sort of prioritizes having protein at every meal and she definitely hydrates a hell of a lot right she's like she's on top of that shit anything that you know she's she's on top of it right and you know and then it's the same like so when she's finishing her day she's not tired and she's actually going and doing stuff so whether it's like going for a walk or going and playing basketball with her son or you know really making the most out of that time rather than just coming home tired and just pretty much have dinner and go to bed um my future self she's not like that she's she comes home and she's got energy and she wants to play and do quality time with her family um and you know and obviously eat a nice nutritious meal and just really look after herself like that and then also having a nice evening sort of routine as well which includes you know reading journal meditation practice every night as well so when I've done that now I look at you know taking action steps and this was for me I was auditing my life and and where I am doing really well and where I'm not doing so well and you know and this is where I think you know what what choices would future me make? What choices would, you know, if I was a millionaire, what sort of choices would I be making um, with my money? What sort of choices would I just be making with my life or how I spend my time, you know, like, and, you know, and if I was the healthiest, fittest version of myself, what would I be doing? You know, what choices would I be making? And I'd be having a solid routine. So this is what I've done. And I've just, you know, particularly started it today, which has been great. Um, because now I can talk to you about it is that I'm trying to where I can because you know obviously when I envision my future and my future self I definitely envision having my own business and 
you know having the freedom and time to work whenever wherever I want and that that's definitely something that I strive towards and coaching and helping other people and other women to like realize their full potential and you know and to do these amazing things and you know but at the same time I also really look after myself and as much as I may not have the time that I envision having it in my future self, there's still things about my day to day that I can change to make it so it is in alignment with what I see my day to day being as my future self. So for me, you know, so I said, so now I've incorporated a nice little morning routine. And the great thing about my little morning routine is at the moment, it's sort of based a little bit off of, you know, Tony Robbins hour of power that he has when he wakes up. But I don't have an hour in the morning to be able to do that. And I don't want to get up an hour earlier to do that either because that's not in alignment with my future self. You know, like I'm not going to push myself to make myself do more on a schedule that's already really tight. But instead, what I can do is manipulate what I can do. So what I can do is instead of like a 20-20-20, which is what the hour of power is, I can do a 5-5-5. So it's just 15 minutes of my morning and it's, you know, it can be five minutes of meditation, five minutes of gratitude and five minutes of stretching. And just that in itself is enough to, you know, get up in the morning and just feel that little bit better, right? And still not have to worry about being in a rush because that's the one thing that I definitely do not want to do. And then when I look at like my schedule as it is, fitting morning exercise in is not going to happen on my schedule especially when I do two early mornings two late mornings it's really hard to have that sort of consistency but something that I can do is when I come home instead of jumping straight in the shower and then you know getting in this full relax mode is just quickly get changed and I can go for a walk or if it's raining I can do some yoga inside or I can put some music on and I can dance but I can do and even if it's something as basic as 15 minutes of movement um, can make me feel a hell of a lot better. And then the same with like, I went out and I got myself a really gorgeous drink bottle. And of course, now I can't stop putting it down because I'm in love with it because, you know, future me, she would do stuff like that because she likes to hydrate and keep hydrated. And so that's how I align my day to day to be in alignment with the day to day that I envision, even if it's not the exact vision that I have it's still finding those little ways to be able to bring in your future self to your now all right so the life that you envision you can bring it now um so that's a really really big thing and I do want to quickly talk about alignment as well because when you are in an alignment things feel right um, and you you need to tune into your intuition with that is they feel right it's a it's a big alignment is like a big huge fuck yes right it's a fuck yes and sometimes it may be like a little scary but it's still a fuck yes right even if it's like confronting and it's just like whoa I'm gonna make this huge fucking change it's still a fuck yes um there's nothing about it that's like oh no um that's what alignment is and, and it just it feels right and this is what you've got to work out when it comes to this do for you know like now that you're doing and you're in the action phase you need to do things out of alignment and they need to be getting done from the right place that serves you um not what what you think you should be doing or 
or what other people think you should be doing. It's about what you know in yourself is the right thing to be doing because it's a fuck yes, right? So that's why I really wanted to quickly just, you know, a little caveat about alignment because alignment is so important because when you do things out of alignment, it becomes hard, it becomes stagnant, it becomes like pushing shit uphill. It's literally what it's like when you are out of alignment. It's just, you know, and as much as, for instance, you know, obviously health is a bit is one of my goals, and and sometimes you know what, getting up or doing exercise can feel a little bit like, Ugh, but overall the way that I feel is sometimes just getting past that, and it's and that's a big difference of, you know, trying to develop a new habit as opposed to it being like out of alignment. If that makes, I hope that makes sense, <laughs> um, because. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, sometimes it's going to be things when you're trying to develop new habits and new lifestyle skills and stuff like that is just checking in and, you know, because you're not always going to be motivated to go to the gym or go exercise or go work out. And sometimes you do need to push through that. But there's a difference between pushing through that when you're in alignment as it always just being this uphill battle that just does not feel right and it doesn't sit right within you. And you will know that. And you need to trust yourself that you do actually know that and check in with yourself. So, you know, and if things are feeling a bit like that, go, is this a, is this out of alignment or is it that I'm just pushing through something that I need to get past as well, you know, for that little bit of consistency and discipline, because that's really important too. But you'll know the difference because you'll feel it in your gut. You absolutely will feel it in your gut. And if in doubt, journal it out. All right, because you'll get to your answers by doing that. So what I want to sort of talk about as well now is then this thing, and you probably would have heard of this term, and if you haven't, then you're hearing it now, it's called taking inspired action, right? So when you're embodying that future version of yourself, you need to start taking inspired action. And this is like... This is the part of like having a game plan of getting towards a goal, you know, like how are you going to get to this end goal? These are the little steps in between, you know, and sometimes the universe might throw something at you, you know, maybe a course comes along or I don't know, a free training or I don't know, it could be anything. I mean, you know, recently I just won a coaching program. Like how cool is that, you know? And yes, coaches love to be coached because I believe in coaching and I love being coached. And whilst the coaching program might not be teaching me anything I don't already know, just having somebody there to coach me is a godsend, right? And, you know, and that was like a little bit of inspired action because that's just helped me to sort of, you know, I already had this thing that I sort of wanted to reevaluate and recalibrate my goals. And then boom, this coaching course has been sent to me, which is all about, you know getting your dream you know setting up for your dream life you know like and being at your peak self and you know these things will happen inspired actions will come your way you know like for me you know when I had made a decision that I wanted to you know increase my income well what came along was a job advertisement when I wasn't even really looking for a job anyway um, of like the perfect job 
And of course I saw it. I'm like, I'm going to take the inspired action here and I'm going to go apply for it. Even though I thought it was way out of my reach and that I would never be able to go it, like go for it or get it. But there was just something inside of me. It just said, just go for it anyway. And I did. And, you know, the rest is history because now, you know, I'm in a career that I love. Um, and obviously I ended up getting the job, which is pretty cool. But, but you know, I took that inspired action. I could have just gone, oh, no, I'll never get that job. I'm not going to bother applying for it. Um, but I didn't because I was open to this inspired action. And the inspired action is some of the most important things that you will do. You know, the inspired action is, you know, if you had a, you know, for me, like a body goal at the moment, then it's, it's, it's setting out my schedule so that I can, you know, open myself up to, to going and exercising and moving and, you know, going to Pilates and, and doing all that sort of fun stuff. Um, this is where you sort of inspired action it comes in. And sometimes, you know, inspired action is that you'll get offered an opportunity that just comes out of nowhere, but it's in alignment with what your goals are. And it's a big fuck yes, right? And so you have the opportunity, you know, do you go for it or do you let it go? And taking inspired action is looking for those nudges from the university, uh, from the universe, I say university, from the universe to actually to go and do them. Um, and inspired action, yeah, like is it, it needs to come from a place of alignment, but inspired action is the steps that you take to get towards your end goal. You know, maybe it's investing in your business, maybe it's investing in coaching, maybe it's, you know, I don't know, you know, a you walk past a book about finances, you know, and you're, you were sort of meant to see it at that time and trust that you're meant to be getting these messages at these particular times as well and take the inspired action. And some people, everyone's different, right, in the sense of how they make decisions. So, and it, you know, and a lot of that, it depends on so many different things or if you like human design, your human design type. So for me... I am a sacral manifesting generator. So I know in my gut straight away if it's a yes or a no. And, you know, and I can make a decision really quickly on the spot. So, you know, I know, so, you know, this thing will come up. Do I want to do it? And I just check in my gut. Yes or no? Yep, let's do it. Or, nah, it's not right. Um, you know, where other people not quite like that and some people need to think on it for like a few days or sit with it some people need to sit with it for like a whole month and just be like okay am I making this right decision and then they'll know whether they're in alignment okay yes now I'm going to take that opportunity so whatever it may be you know when it comes to that sort of inspired action is just making sure that you are following those little nudges and nuances and little synchronicities that you're seeing from the universe and just going for it um, you know, take take a leap of faith. So when you're in your inspired, inspired action, take a leap of faith because sometimes it's what you need to do. And, you know, you're not always promised a safety net. Um, but take the leap. Take the leap. One of the biggest leaps that I took was when I went to university. I know that's why I went to say it before. Uh, for fashion school. You know, and it was it was little nudges from the universe 
you know, being presented with this sort of stuff. And then I thought, oh, I'll apply, see what happens. Not thinking I'd get in because obviously, you know, with any sort of university course, it's only a small amount of people who get in. And I'd been long out of school, so I was just applying, not fresh out of year 12 with my ATAR or whatever. And, and I just took a leap of faith. And I applied. And then I got in. And then I quit my job. <laughs> and then I found another one. Um, to support me going to uni and everything just sort of fell into place and you know and it was a huge leap of faith because I was you know dropping my family down from a full-time income down to a part-time one and you know and and even now like I'm not even working in fashion well I sort of am working in fashion but um, you know my business-wise that I want to do has got nothing to do with fashion now so you don't know how it's going to turn out, but it is about taking that inspired action because if I had not taken that inspired action to go to fashion school when it came up, is I then wouldn't have gone to fashion school and decided that I really wanted to empower women. Uh, and then, you know, and then from there I started the podcast because I have realized that empowering women was so much more than, than just about inclusive sizing and clothes, but also a holistic approach. Hence, the podcast was born then, you know, here we are now in the coaching realm and it's just sort of bred on from one another and I am, this wouldn't be a possibility, I wouldn't be here in your ears right now if it wasn't for taking inspired action. And, you know, there's a couple of little things as well. So that's sort of, you know, the do phase, you know, that's where it's at. It's, you know making those changes to make your day-to-day life like your future self and taking inspired action to get you towards your goals you know what would future you do you know would she study would she you know take a course in finance or you know what sort of things would she do that's in her capabilities to do right now they're the things that you do right they're the things that you do now and you know when you go through this process as well is that you will start to realize as as things start to improve and to progress is that you might come back up with some more you know limiting beliefs so you know that process that we did when we talked about limiting beliefs and why you hadn't got what you wanted to manifest yet um you need to revisit that when these come up because it is like a circle it's not it's not a linear process it's sort of more circular and i mean it's probably a whole big old mess and it's just all over the shop. But, you know, being in touch with yourself to realize I'm like, oh, hey, okay, so I've been doing this and I've increased my income, but now I realize now I have, you know, a higher limit of money goals, um, sorry, money blocks. And so then you start working on those again, going through those limiting beliefs, which we have spoken about in a previous episode. So it's doing that work again. Um, but once you know how to do the work, you know how to identify it, it's a whole lot easier to to go through that process and to sort of, you know, work with those limiting beliefs and facing them head on. The other thing as well is, you know, you do need to always continue to be working on your vibe. Now, remember when we spoke about vibe as well, it wasn't about running away from the hard shit. It was about facing it head on and then working your way through it and, you know, coming out of it the other side your vibe is so important because the more that your vibe is in check, the quicker things will work out for you with that old divine timing, all right? And, 
you know, it's just if you're in check and you're, you know, like this stuff, whatever your goals are, they're going to work out exactly when they're meant to work out, not necessarily when you want them to work out. But I think we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Um, but I just want you to just, just keep that in mind, but keep that vibe in check. All right. And one of the greatest ways that you can really focus on your vibe is just to remember you are what you consume. All right. So if you are, you know, consuming a whole lot of shit, like watching the news and TV and just buying into all that bullshit, getting lost in social media and comparison and, you know, all the bad stuff that's going on in the world, there's the scarcity mindset that, you know, the media and everybody try to put out there for you. If you're getting caught up in that stuff and that's what you're consuming, then they're going to be where your limiting beliefs are. That's where your story is and that's what you need to rewrite. So, and if you buy into that, then you're really going to have issues when it comes, you know, you can do, you can be all that you can be and you can do all that you can do but you still might not have if you don't keep that vibe in check and be careful about what it is that you consume who you hang around with what you listen to um, what you're you know open to or anything like that you just you just gotta be careful right you gotta get to protect your vibe you you just you are just this magnificent creature and you know I guess the closest way that I can think about it right is you know when you see somebody like say Lady Gaga or Beyonce right and these women have a whole team uh, like an entourage they have a whole team that is there to support them to do the the thing that they're good at you know like so let's say before Lady Gaga was acting, but like her team, like somebody would worry about her clothes, her makeup artists, her, you know, booking her travel and, you know, managing her money and doing all this sort of stuff that the only thing that Lady Gaga has to worry about is getting on that stage and performing. Everything else is done for her. And, you know, this is, you know, the same sort of thing when we look at what we're consuming is who is in your team? Who are you surrounding yourself with and who who's looking out for you to help you, you know, and what is it that you're doing so that you can be in your peak to perform, right? And when I talk about you performing, what is it you're performing? It's your manifesting, right? It's your goals. It's achieving your goals. That's, that's your job. Your job is to not worry about the how because that's not your job. You don't need to worry about how this is all going to work out. You just need to worry about doing your part of the process, which is looking out for your vibe, uh, you know, being, embodying, doing, following the inspired actions, and then receiving, right? That's, that's what your job is. So your vibe is the greatest way that you can do that. And like I said, you are what you consume. So I am going to leave it there today and next week we are definitely going to talk about um, things like the divine timing of when manifestations happen and what I have learned. I have another episode already out there that is a little bit like that, um, talking about the art of surrendering and the 11th hour. If you want to go back and find that podcast, it's always handy. So it would be kind of, you know, a similar sort of thing, but following on 
um, with that. And we definitely, you know, the be, you know, the do phase is, you know, that's done. That's easy. We've done that now. So now we'll be looking at the have phase as well. So, you know, yeah, we're going to finish it up. We're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about the, the divine timing and surrendering. And then we're going to talk about being open to receive and ready to receive. Basically, I think that's going to be really, really, really exciting. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you all have an amazing week and I really look forward to seeing how it is that you are going to do. How are you going to get in the action? I want to see the alignment, the the inspired actions. I want to hear all about it. So you know where to find me on the socials. It's just everywhere is at Kiss My Crown Academy. And I would love to hear from you. And I will finish up by saying if you have not joined the Self Love Club yet, it's free. It's there. It's ready for you to do. Just go to kissmycrownacademy.com and look for the Self Love Club tab. Excellent. Well, we're going to see you next week. And I hope you have a magical and beautiful and just, I don't know, everything that you want this week to be. I hope it is for you. See you. Mwah. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.